minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's The Daily Talk Show, episode 131. Yo. What's going on, Tommy Jacket? It's, it's monsoon weather. It's actually just passed. It was yeah. a, a massive dump of uh, water, otherwise known as rain. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the description. Is it is uh, I always get I'm embarrassed because I don't know the difference always between like a verb and an adjective. An adjective, I think, is a doing word, isn't it? Isn't that so? Dude, do not ask me anything about that shit. I'm a cowboy. I know. I, but this is this is the thing where it's like I like to pride myself on a writer, but I would fucking I don't even know. I think of I think an adjective is a is a is a description. Why are you even thinking about that? Was it something we just talked of? Well, because you were saying about the dumping or whatever, and I was just yeah. sort of like, oh, that's quite descriptive. And then I think it has been on my mind because I've um I've been reading my kindle a bunch and i've got this desire to be less dumb and so i've been holding down all the words that i don't understand yeah and so i'm building like a vocab of words which i'm then going to go back to and i want to like try and remember a word every day is it a is it to be less dumb for other people or less dumb for yourself because i think there's a pressure to be less dumb for other people because let's be honest, spelling, it doesn't fucking matter. And people will go to town on you if you've ever misspelt something or used the wrong grammar. Yeah. It's like, who gives a fuck, people? Yeah, I think I just like, I think it's like having a tidy room. Uh, for me, writing and having having a really good formed <coughs> sentence, to me, feels like it's a... Um, it's a nice. It's a nice thing. Yeah, it, so I think it's a little bit of that. But it's a hundred percent the um, the lesson from life is it, you have to fail at it. Like you have to try and pull out the big word when you don't quite yeah. think it's the right time, but you have a inkling that it might be, and it might stick. It's like not everyone is an academic who has a vocab of millions of you know fancy words. I've I've been asking so many dumb questions on this trip. I told you before the show what I wanted to do was do this intro where I I've been listening to Osher Ginsburg's podcast and it's something he does this thing that Smooth FM does as well, which I love. Like I don't know why it makes me feel so comfy. So I'm going to do it and then you can give me some feedback. But you know, you might be listening. <laughs> I've done it before too. But if you if you've if you haven't listened to the first 50 episodes, this is very new to you. But um <laughs> You know, you might be listening in your car right now, uh, you know, on a train. It might be pouring down with rain and you're about to pick your kids up from school or you're, um, you know, you're getting out that last bit of exercise before you go to bed. Welcome to the Daily Talk Show. I want to know what they're doing that last bit of exercise before they go to bed. What kind of exercise is it? Are you... Just a couple of (laughs) push-ups. Well, you really had me when you said picking up the kids from school. It's, I mean, it's raining where I am and I'm about to go pick up Bodie from daycare. So you had me. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. And the thing is that and there's a bunch of people right now who's like, ha I'm actually at an airport. Well, guess what? Just got you then. You're at an airport or a train station. I know. And you- just have a bit of a smile to yourself because we're connected. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, a bit of feedback. Yeah, yeah. Probably just lead straight in with that. Yeah, uh, it's hard because I've sort of I don't want it to 
go too long with just me talking. Yeah, and usually, in the intro. usually it's a show where there's no one else. There's one co-host. There's one host, and that's so true. There's not another person I think in the that's room. The problem because I think people would listen. They go, "Where the fuck's Tommy?" and why would anyone ever talk like that when there's another person in the room? <laughs> it, it's just, that's you know what that is actually a really good point because I have um, been listening to a bunch of podcasts that are just solo people, yeah, and I've almost stopped listening to it as much because I feel like after I listen to it, I end up going into these longer monologues <laughs> on the show because I'm used to that sort of style. Yeah. Dude, it is one of the hardest things to talk to yourself on a, like pressing record and talking. Wow. Derek, Dirty Derek, our man, he, he does it. It's hard. Yeah. But I think that like I I do enjoy the, um, because I am a little bit ADD and a bit weird, I think that I could probably... And when I was a kid, that's all I did because I had no friends to actually record. Mm. Like, everything was a solo show I mean, up the, until now. It's the closest th- closest time that you... They'll probably be right when they say you love the sound of your own voice because you, yeah. you're actually just hearing your own voice. It's a weird thing. I've been... No, that's true. Just a little technical thing. I realized yesterday you told me to turn the my headphones down, so I did, but then I realized that I, I'm actually hearing myself lower than I am actually talking. So it was this weird thing when you can't hear yourself at the the volume that you just normally talk at or whatever, you know, decibel you're talking at, it throws you off. So it made me, it, it felt weird. But um, I, Yeah, it's it's almost like when you hear a bit of a reverb or something and all of a sudden you start slurring your words. <laughs> um, but we, um, I had, a, I had uh, ear stuff like that reminds me this yesterday when we we're coming into Rome for whatever reason I don't know why but their um, train system my ears were going crazy and I wasn't it wasn't even on one of the fast trains and I was like I had this moment where I'm like is this um, uh, this is really dark but I think when you're traveling probably once every three days I ask myself is this a terrorist attack like someone some kid accidentally popped a balloon in London and I just fucking ran like I just and so I thought when when my ears were hurting I'm like is this some sort of weird fucking cyber bullshit thing where they've gotten into our fucking brains I I don't know um, there is a feeling of being on edge when you're overseas it's so weird because you don't mm. I don't have that sense here but I went to Paris and there was the shooting in Paris uh, a couple of years before I went there and then three months before I went to Tel Aviv there was a shooting in just one of the main strips and so you I am on the lookout but here's the thing though you get to the I, I did get to those towns and I didn't feel I, it didn't feel like I thought it would feel it's a like when you're amongst it and you're just a punter walking through yeah. a shopping center I had that dude I was at Chadston shopping center on Saturday night and it's like have you been to the new Chaddy? Uh, no, when did, when did it open? Smoke. Is this the one that's got like a new hotel and stuff? Yeah, that hasn't been built yet. But for anyone okay. outside of Victoria, it's like one of the biggest shopping centres. It's probably one of the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere. It's ginormous um, and it's growing. But they've done this full, re- like a full rebuild of some of their main parts. The Apple Store is off the Richter. It's got trees inside it. It's like a, there's like a little um, area where you can just sit around under trees. It's fucking unbelievable. Anyway, it feels like you're overseas. It feels like it's up there with Dubai shopping centers. Um, and I was walking through going, fuck, 
I, I just I don't know how it came into my head when I was thinking about terrorist attack. I was like, fuck, this is where it would happen. This is this, yeah. This is the kind of well, place. Yeah, it does have that vibe. Like, yeah, there's certain things I think provoke it in my head, which is like if I'm in a big crowd, but then as you said, like once you're there. Like, I think part of it's also because there are military people at all the big sites oh, in yeah. Europe yeah, you can't with fuck massive, around. like, machine guns or whatever. And um, you just look at it and you, you you see they've got these big, like, um, I don't even know what they're called, like, big Jeep things that you know that they could um, hide in if something was happening Jeez. and they would, like, be fine. So, I'm just imagining them, like, something happening and them bringing out, like, like I was even thinking maybe, like, there's... I wonder if there's like snipers in buildings, like waiting if something was to happen. Mm. In Paris, where, where, where are you? Rome. Uh, we're in Rome, in yeah. Italy. Maybe yeah. you're around the Vatican. And, yeah. Well, I was just thinking, like, if the um, if they've got people with guns who are outside just roaming around, surely they've got like a team of military people all in a room or whatever, waiting for something to happen. And they just go out. Yeah, but they've got those in Melbourne. In the city, I, yeah. I know a dude whose dad was the head of the SOGs, I think it is, Special Operations Group, and he, he told me that he went into this building one day, and like you go up a lift, and it opens up, and I mean, he was telling me one thing, and I was just thinking of Mission Impossible, and uh, the rooms yeah. that you go in, there's <laughs> guns everywhere, and it's this secret underground lair or something, but he, he said there is a team that is waiting, should anything happen. And they're like... It's almost like the fire brigade with guns. <laughs> Maybe a bit different. Um, shooting, yeah, shooting... I'm sure they real- don't go down a pole. <laughs> like, I think that'd be a bit dangerous. Could you imagine AK-47 just sort of sliding down yeah. a pole? Well, well um, when I was in Tel Aviv, there was a dude... I was just walking to get a coffee. Amy was back at home. And this dude just runs past me. Young guy, maybe 20, 21. And just had a AK-47 just on his, on his arm... Um, had his hand on it, it must be a thing where you, like if you're, you always see them, they've always got their hand on it and ready to use it. It's like safety. And so this dude just ran past me. Then he jumped onto the bus and he's just sitting down on the bus, just off he goes, going to training. So weird. It's... uh, I even noticed the, um, near the parliament or whatever, where the prime minister's at at the moment in Italy, in Rome, they were doing some sort of... um, it wasn't a changing of guard. I don't think that's mm. the right term. But there was like these like three people with guns and they had like big guns, but they were doing like... There's something so funny about bringing choreography and guns together. <laughs> like they're doing this sort of like movements where they bring up and down. Like, I'm like, I'm surely that gun isn't loaded because you wouldn't be... And I also was... I just got into the mind of the guy who thought he was, you know, this real sick unit with a gun doing military shit and all of a sudden on day one they're like okay you're gonna have to learn this choreographed dance you gotta yeah. make sure that your legs all go on the same time I, I mean have you been asked the question do you think you could be in the army i know i've asked i've asked a few people like could- <laughs> i don't think i think people know the answer i think that i would have to have some unique unique job well i because i think i look at it and go I I, there's no chance and there's no chance I could do it. I couldn't stick to the discipline of um, getting told what to do and bossed around all the time. It just goes against my need as a, yeah. my need and want as a human. <laughs> like, well, I can't even work for a bureaucratic company, <laughs> let alone like an actual, you know, full military thing. 
yeah it it would it would do my fucking head in but uh, i have thought about it though to be honest like i've thought about oh man to go to interesting places to as like a as a documentarian or whatever creating content um yeah i've i've definitely thought about um war zone type of stuff and just um creating content or filming mm. i don't know the closest i got to a war zone was in israel driving to the dead chadston <laughs> <laughs> no the um the gaza strip like the divide between israel um yeah. and and it's like it's such a weird thing you hear these like sirens going off and it's like these people are living it's their reality it's full on i don't know it'd be a good mm. it'd be a perspective shift for i mean we've got it so good here where we live yeah. in melbourne like from a safety point of view we it is so safe like in in comparison to the places that are you know hugging other countries um sorry just get a phone call distracted uh that's okay yeah hugging it's up. yeah i mean it's very low level the shit that we have to deal with in australia but the thing that R- rome and melbourne have in common is o bikes <laughs> oh, i did an Insta- instagram post Fuck did you hell. know about this uh i knew that they were over in europe but i didn't know that they were smack bang in rome yeah they're everywhere are they I've seen heaps of them are they as uh destroyed and abused as the ones in Melbourne? Well, I didn't even know in Melbourne that they actually had a stand because none of of them are standing up. But in (laughs) Rome, they're actually like standing up like bikes and you're like, actually, you feel a bit embarrassed about how how poorly they were treated in Melbourne. So there is a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, they're just... There's probably... Maybe because Rome... I mean, I have no sense of size or scale, but I feel like Rome's bigger than Melbourne or it's like it's, it's a different type of scale um, it wasn't built in a day it's like bigger mate you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it I've got that song Bree and I and the annoying thing is we don't know all the words so we've just been going around Rome all of yesterday singing you and me were meant to be mm-hmm, oh god in harmony but, and then they go yeah Rome wasn't built in a day but Bree said that that was by <laughs> Macy Gray. I, I looked it up. She, it wasn't. <laughs> Macy Gray probably did a, re, uh, a cover. But I think I, I think I, I can tell you why they're they're not as destroyed as in Melbourne. <clears throat> it's because there's why? because there's dudes walking around with fucking machine guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put that true. in the city of yeah, you, the, the CBD. You're not getting some young punk throwing a bike into the water. Yeah, I mean, and the funny thing is, like, yeah, the machine guns not go. I don't think they're there for the O bikes, but I guess it's a nice. Maybe it is. Maybe that's O bikes' new sort of uh, plan around keeping keeping the bike safe. <laughs> just we've <laughs> just got a bunch of military high security people are like. Oh, are you here? Are you here for the um, Vatican? No, we're actually just outside because there's an O bike. <laughs> um, I have a bit of an update. No one else will probably give a fuck, but you might. Uh, the cafe yep. downstairs at our at our office sold. Wow! What does that? So th- that cafe does amazing meat and cheese platters. Yeah, they do. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not, we're not doing an ad for them, mate. It's 
I was well, they're fucking sold now, so we we got to be careful. Nah, was it at least? It, was it? Did Tom? Did Tom end up buying it? No, you know, he didn't. He, one of the. Oh, that's sad because that would have been a girl. A girl's that. buying it. She's got purple hair. That's all I okay. know about her. Um, but okay, so when cool. you're back, it's not the point of. what I'm not yeah. getting. This, this isn't the story, but I just thought I'd give you a bit of an update. But I was at the cafe this morning, and I um, I bumped into Dirty Derek. Yeah, I was going to say, Dirty Derek is known to uh, to spend a bit of time at that cafe, and we had our um, our mate George working for us just before I left for my trip, and he was pointing out all the different characters, like a Seinfeld episode, and Dirty Derek was one of it's them. It's so true. I think most cafes, businesses, I know that I've worked in gyms, especially they there is literally a sitcom just being developed. From the business <laughs> opening or the establishment being there is just yeah the eclectic mix of weird units and they're all lovable eclectic I like that word you like that eclectic's a good word it was yeah. one of those ones where I was yeah. thinking about chucking it out there not fucking sure but did it and won yeah no nah, mate it, it was really good really good <laughs> yeehaw <Congrats>. cowboy um, <laughs> no so, so go on so yeah, Derek what's, walked what's in on? I was walking out and Derek and Derek pointed and he's like fuck that's a bit of a it's a bit of a shit name for a wheelchair. And there was a dude, and you might have seen him, he comes in and he's in a wheelchair. O- older fella. He seems, you know, yeah. he seems healthy. I think he's been in the wheelchair for quite some time. Um, and I looked over. The fucking name of the wheelchair brand was Karma. <laughs> K-A-R-M-A, as spelt, Karma. And I was like, oh. Really? Um, and what is- well, to me, I was thinking, like, what do you think when you think karma? Like, just a brief explanation. What, uh, I mean, what is it? It might not be the exact explanation, but. Well, okay, karma is just like you do something wrong and it comes back to you. Yeah, that's what I thought. And yeah. immediately your mind jumps to you did something and now you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe, like, you put me in this wheelchair, karma's coming for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting name. There's, yeah, business names are, uh, are funny. I looked up the business. It's it's been around since 1987, so it's not a new company. They're an Australian business, and they um started by John Karma. Or something, <laughs> no, well, I actually because I was like, fuck, that's a bit stiff. If that explanation, but the 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 explanation according to Wikipedia of Karma means action, work, or deed. It also refers to the spiritual principle of cause and effect where intent and actions of an individual influence the future of that individual. Yeah. So, it's yeah, not- so I guess it, like we look at it in this negative thing, but there's Correct. good karma as well. Well, yeah, you could look at good karma or like this, or they could look at it as like, I mean, it's like they could say the your future is better in a karma wheelchair. I mean, I'm not doing their lines. They're a copy. <laughs> Sounds like you are. Sounds like we're just... Have you got them as a client yeah, and I actually you've somehow just, weaseled? <laughs> you just want some ideas. I actually do. No, but remember the there was a business called ISIS? I-S-I-S? Yeah. They're still around, aren't they? Yeah. There's also... Um, Schindler's lifts oh, yes. that uh, you know in South Melbourne where we used to work. There was um, yeah, there was the lift was by Schindler's lifts, which I thought was quite funny. I mean, there's no comparison here, but your logo that you had done for your full stack film business, yeah, full stack films, yeah, slightly annoying because I had a um, it was printed on these circular 
stickers actually and i'll put a bit of a pin on stickers because i want to hear what's what's happening but um yeah full stack films it was an fsf and the s sort of it's hard to explain but anyway if you put it on the wrong side people could think it looked a little bit like a swath sticker which was really <laughs> frustrating did you so, um, at what point though did you realize because i'm sure that dude just came out with, oh karma like that you know good karma he might have just had his head around the fact that it's good karma so we're doing we're doing good and this is good karma we well, just have. I think you've got two different. You've got two different types of people. There's people who are like really like dig into me about it and be like, "Well, oh, mate, you can't do that. Look at this." And then there's other people where it's like, "No, I don't see it." Mm. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm excited for our. Um, we'll definitely be going. It would be checking twice or three times our logo making sure that it doesn't. Um, <laughs> you don't turn it one way and it looks like a dick or something. Well, you've kind of you've got one shot at it. Actually, no, maybe not. You could probably rebrand, but I, I think you can. What hashtag rebrand? Hashtag rebrand, or just or just go into liquidation. Call it quits. What's exactly what's happening with the stickers? Are we are we yeah, uh, are I, we sending them off? I was going to bring it back. So I've got the envelopes. We've written the PO box on the back as a return to sender, which we probably mm-hmm. won't need. But good promotion for the PO yeah. box. And yeah, absolutely, they're um, they're going out. I'm going to do them tonight. It's on the Perfect. list. And thank you. Th- we're sending out the stickers. So. Let's not open that up for a little while. It's, let's, because um, you, st- yeah, have, you well, have you got around to doing Michelle's? No, no, yeah, mate. I've been on holidays. It's actually I'm in a really good mood because yesterday I just smashed out a bunch of work, uh, probably only like four hours, but I'd been finding it quite hard, which I should have known that it was going to happen. It was quite hard to work while I'm away, and I only had a few sort of overflow bits and pieces that I just needed to action yeah and so I did that so I'm slowly the funny thing about all this stuff is I feel so much better when I tick shit off it's so like the procrastination is the weirdest thing Mm. but um I think I think we don't we don't do another sticker run for a while really build up maybe for episode 200 we could do I was even thinking that we could do um a sticker um page we could have like woof woof and a few of it, the biggest catch cries. I like that. Maybe a, a special life traps sticker. <laughs> Did you see uh, Tofu the dog, the Instagram yes. famous dog? But- so he's got a sticker, like a sticker board. Um, can you ask? Can you your mates with Tofu's uh, owner slash dad? Can you ask him <laughs> owner slash dad? I was going to go with dad, but there's something a bit creepy about it. Well, um, I'm, I'm Bodie's the- owner slash dad. <laughs> exactly. Until he's yeah, eighteen, he's, he's mine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's. I mean, fatherhood gives you one thing. It's like you'd want to. You're investing all the time. It's not. You know, rent money's dead money. <laughs> you um, you need to own him. The um no um <clears throat> you should find out from uh, Tofu's dad where he got the the stickers from because they looked. I sort of liked the um the style. That page style looked good. Yeah, it's fu- it's sick. It's sick. Um, so. Fucking, I, um, did you see my friend Dan from Cloakroom got a, he pulled into a car park and I think he was, he must've been up in Sydney, but he parked there for like a week and I just saw he put on his Instagram, the cost of the parking for a week was 770 bucks. That's crazy. I've, um. I've, yeah, today I had to park in like a, I had to go and find a park. I've usually got an allocated one, but the car park was full because I got in late. 
and I'm just so paranoid of getting parking tickets. They're just like the most yeah. fucking annoying things you could possibly get. And so I, I've, I've been like parking and timing, putting a timer on as soon as I walk away. And then I just see the, and I, I saw the, um, the parking inspector as I got back to the car. And was it the bodybuilder one? No, it wasn't my mate. I would have asked him, dude, can you just give me a, yeah. can you just chill out? Just chill, chill just out, bro. Bribe him. Get off the roids pro- and have a, <laughs> bri- bribe him with protein. Yeah. Mate, he's a, <laughs> he's a little, he's a little, he's a, he's a cookie for you. No, but. <clears throat> Say you know Jeff Jowett. <laughs> yeah. Some of his, wait, what, what is it? Body trim? Body trim. Body trim. Yeah. Anyway, I've, I've just got this bone to pick. And I've uh, parking's on my mind at the moment. F- across the road from my house, uh, there's a car park underneath the Woolworths, and mm-hmm. f- I've been c- coming to St Kilda as a kid, um, as an adult. So when I didn't have my license, then when I got my license, then I lived here, and I'd always duck down to the supermarket. Or if I was coming to St Kilda, I'd park in this place because parking's fucked around St Kilda. It's, it's either permit or ticket parking or very short time parking. So like, you know, an hour free. And there was this one car park that has had free parking for as long as I can remember. 90 minutes up to and up to 90 minutes. So you, you, you're getting over that 60. It's enough time to go and have dinner and have a beer. But recently they have fucking enforced paid parking there. It's, I'm furious. How much are they charge? Because the thing was, Bree and I were in Serrano and, uh, you know, in this medieval town. And the Airbnb host said, if you are in the blue lines, you need to pay. If you're in the white lines, you don't need to pay. And so we were trying, like, there was one time where we were tr- um, uh, avoiding the blue lines and there was no white line. So we're just sort of hanging there, waiting. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just do the blue lines. And it was like, the whole day costs us like two euro. <laughs> I guess it's just like, it's a different, it, when it's two euro for a day, you could handle it. Of course. But in Australia, it's just like, it's crazy what they charge. It's fucking ridiculous. And it's, to be honest, it's only four bucks for like an hour. But it's not the point. If you'll go, like if you duck to the supermarket or you literally just want to run into the bottle o, or you go, go into the cake store. Frequent. Yeah. These are all frequent things for so me. You're speaking to me. <laughs> yes, but you're. Uh, <laughs> it's four bucks. You know your audience. And it's just so it's so mm. annoying for locals, because it's it, we're just feeling the the brunt of you know big corporation. These big businesses just wanting to suck out every dollar and fit, like the, I, I reckon literally I drove to another I drove to another place that had free parking because of it. So, yeah, driving. I think driving culture is good. Like I enjoy driving a lot, but it, where it comes undone, like we were um, looking at driving along the Amalfi Coast, but the one point which makes it too difficult is once you get into all these towns, there's like hardly any car parking. Yeah. So the drive would be a lot of fun. Like it would be like Great Ocean Road, a little bit scary, but you know enjoyable. Yeah. But um, mate, you're getting your your phone's going off today. I'm blowing up, um, mate. It's business hours. You bloody 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 blowing up. Uh, yeah. So I th- feel like um, there's some some places like the US, not San Francisco, obviously, but there's places in the states, especially when you go into places like North Carolina, yeah, where it's a driving state where you just like. 
you'll drive from one pl- like one Denny's to a Walgreens, and it's like it doesn't yeah. matter what the shop is; they've got a car park for like a hundred spaces. Yeah, um, what's it? LA? They've got. Uh, I was just thinking about the lines. LA, they they paint the gutters to show you where you mm. can park. Have you? Well, we got done. We or a mate got done when we were in, we were in LA because he was parked within all the lines and everything. But there was a little um, like grate type thing, like a oh. um, a drain, and he was he was just on that. It was absolutely fine, but he got ticketed for that. Oh, that's right. We got a way. parking ticket when we were in LA too. It's Santa Monica. Um, yeah. I mean, overseas overseas stuff worries me a little bit. The um, we were told we. Oh, how about this? We were in a in a restaurant in Serrano. So Serrano <laughs> has like a um, population of a couple of hundred people. Medieval town, really small. And um, there was this. Uh, we go into this uh, wine bar or like um, cantina, and it's um, it's really cool. It's like medieval style, basically. They've got these old um, caves where they keep all their wine because it keeps really cool in there. So, um, (laughs) first of all, it was funny because we, um, uh, our Airbnb host met us there and he was showing us around and we went under, we went down the caves and there was this big sculpture with a lady and she had quite large breasts. And Bree said, Oh, look at the pear on that. And he said, pardon? And I said, oh, Bree's saying uh, that it's got big tits. And he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, I made that. <laughs> he's, a, he's a sculpture artist or whatever. And his theme is all this erotic stuff because basically his, um, one of his places that he owns, which is like a garden and all that sort of thing, yeah. he basically bought this plot of land and he found... A, a house which is like a cave type thing where the town brothel was so he's Jeez. renovating at the moment the brothel and so he's and next door it's like a um a pottery dude so he's like he's mixing his sculpture and pottery and sort of all this erotic theme to go with his um this place that he found which is really cool but he- the point of the story was the um it's a very it's a really long thread to driving but we'll get there there was a lady that we passed and we said you know bonacera to her as we walked in or whatever she was eating on her own and then uh we heard her speaking to another patron arrived or whatever and she was speaking to them and um we realized that she was australian and so we uh after we um uh paid for our bill we went up and said i oh, I think we heard you from Melbourne. She said, yeah. She um, she runs the uh, farmer's market a cl- like uh, 800 metres from our place, wow. like in Abbotsford. And so, uh, like she was into like slow food, um, all the slow food culture and stuff. She's like the manager of slow food or something. And um, I've got no yeah, idea just, what that is. And it's like it's like I actually don't know what slow food just sounds annoying to me, doesn't it? It sounds very <laughs> annoying. When you, it's the opposite of fast food. It's like slow food. Yeah, I'm I'm not vibing. What are, like tasty tasty food? I like slow food. Annoying. Yeah, but she, like, obviously um, she said that to you, so you've regurgitated it to us. Well, yeah, slow food. I think is sort of like it's really 
um, you know, used a lot of method and thought behind it. And it's a, um, and so where we were eating was a slow food place, which you could tell because we fucking, the bill for two of us or whatever was like probably translated to like 80, 80 Australian dollars or whatever for the yeah. two of us for dinner. But the thing is with these places, you go like, yeah, let's do the whole Italian thing. So you end up having fucking four courses and <laughs> drinking their like local made um, wine or like they have their own soft drink that they make from grapes, which is really cool. Um, anyway, closing, the, cl- yeah, you, are you getting closing to, the loop, closing the loop, slow fl- food, according to Wiki is an organization that promotes local food and traditional cooking. It was founded by Carlo Petrini in Italy. There you go. So, All right. Well, so, so that's a much better explanation. But anyway, she was she was um she was telling us about um she'd been she was actually in Italy to um she was looking at buying a place and sort of setting up a whole slow food thing. Anyway, um she was saying about uh, fines that you can get. So if you go into a local town, yeah, you can get like a six hundred dollar fine for driving in the local town. Oh, fuck. And all the signs are in Italian, so you have to be really careful. And they just like they send the fine to your um, rental car company, and they just take it off your credit card. Now that's a stitch up. That's a it's big stitch dodgy, up. Hey, that's so dodgy. Because how do you know? But they, but they do it. We had a friend. Yeah, well, this is the thing. We had a um, <laughs> friends who went to Italy. They had six speeding fines oh, shit. Uh, on their credit card. So uh, we were just being really, um, I was being pretty pedantic. I was having everyone take um, take over. Well, when credit um, cards overtake, are involved, overtake. it's like, yeah. Well, you, it would be a month before you look back on your card and see if you're really being brutal at the end of end of the month. Like when I yeah, well, we're being really specific around like we had a case where we paid for something on my credit card and the guy said it declined, yeah. And so then repaid on the credit card, he said it was declined, and then I paid cash, and then we've gone home and realised that both those charges are currently pending. So we now need to we called ANZ and they said you need to wait to see if it clears, and if it clears, then you can um, um, mark it as a you know a bad fraud. transaction. Jesus, yeah. fraud seems like a hard word. I don't feel. I feel like they would just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me not speak or not English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, can you never do that again? Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the accent was, but it was making me uncomfortable. <laughs> the um, I had I had uh, um, one segment idea. Rather than this isn't a launch of a segment idea. This is um, me bringing it to you, and then we can workshop it and see if it's worthwhile. So, I was looking at the statistics of the daily talk show and I was seeing there was a bunch of places, Iceland, Greenland, places that we don't have, we've never had a listener in all our, you know, 131 episodes. Yes. And so, what I was wondering, whether we start something called the country warrant where you, um, if someone takes a photo of them in one of the countries that we specify. So we have 10 countries going at any given time. Yep. And if someone is in that country and they take a photo of them listening to the podcast, we send them something or we give them $5 cash in the currency in which they're listening. And you can't just send a photo that you talk when you're on holidays in that destination. No, no, it needs to have us in it. No, you can't. Yeah, you definitely can't do that. Yeah, I like We've had that. People, we have a, 
yeah, so we've like because we've had some really interesting countries where people have listened. Like if I just go uh, all time, I've had like a, a yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say there's say someone something. in Moscow, but then I realised that it could be my boy Gideon, who I talked about yesterday. Yeah, he's was, been travelling. He was oh well, the, he was over uh, in Russia at the World Cup, so oh, it could have yeah, just maybe. been. But there is some very some there's someone in Afghanistan. 68 people yeah, in Kabul. Dude, if you're Afghanistan, in Afghanistan, we've got some people in um, Iran as well. If you're uh, in Afghanistan, dude, take a selfie with, I don't know, somehow get some the Daily Talk Show branding yeah, look, in there. Yeah, actually, that's a good thing. Even though we've got a listener, uh, at least one listener in Afghanistan, if you can take a photo of you listening, we're talking, mate, this is the thing that I was getting off on at the beginning of the show, talking directly to people. If you're in Afghanistan and you're in the car and you're picking up your kids from school and you're listening to the Daily Talk Show, take a photo and we'll send you five Australian dollars in <laughs> on through PayPal. Yeah, see, see, here's the difference. At the start, you just didn't offer up a bribe to make them do something. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to start with Afghanistan, even though we know we have a listener. But I, I definitely have um, uh, Greenland and Iceland. I always get confused between Iceland and Greenland. Is and is it Iceland or I, Iceland, Iceland, Greenland or Greenland? I don't know, mate. Don't be so scared of getting anyway, stuff wrong. Just yeah, go with whatever yeah. you feel. Well, yeah, Iceland. Iceland, yeah. Iceland, I think would be really cool. That's the one that's all pretty, isn't it? I think. Anyway, yeah. Well, our first one. This is our first goal. Whoever's listening in Kabul, Afghanistan, yeah, please shoot us a uh, shoot us an email. (laughs) Hi at the Daily Talk Show, and you get a five. Are they just getting five bucks? Are we sending them Australian currency? No, we'll. I'll do it as a PayPal transaction. But I don't know if the. I don't know if there's any. the one thing we've got to be careful of is are we allowed to send money to Afghanistan? You know how there's some countries on like lists and stuff like that. But anyway, we'll um we'll we'll definitely send some stickers and uh, if if we have to, we can send the five dollars in cash um, that you can use on buying some lovely Afghani food. Dude, their their but, money um, looks sick. I'm just looking at their the bills that they use. Yeah, it's colourful, full colour. There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different bills. In the currency. Confusing. Fuck. Do they all look very different? Because this is the problem with the states. Is there's not much difference between they're all They're all colourful. It looks like Monopoly money. Yeah, good. You've seen... Have you seen <laughs> it that? It actually is. It, no, it legit looks monopoly. like Monopoly money. Um, there is... Yeah, wow. That's a rabbit hole to go down. Just looking... Searching current, different currencies and, and looking at different images of them. I do like the idea of us being an educational podcast. So, I don't know <laughs> if there's maybe... Could there be a... Um, a segment around currency, Tommy's currency, and you can every episode bring one currency and a little fact about them. Interesting. Could we at least trial that? Uh, mate, you know the problem with making promises on this podcast. They, we, we've broken a, a heap of them. <laughs> we've got we've got trailer. No, I'm really good. The only promise that I've broken was that I was going to have a Ford slash promises section of the website. But that we just ran out of time. But the um, the one the one uh, segment that I would like to start is every day I teach everyone a new word, maybe based on my Kindle vocab. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. 
There's some, okay. There's well, let's do that. In it for I can people. put it into a sentence. I can put it into a mate. What do you mean? People want to know currencies this, and shit as well. Do they? Yeah. The chance of yeah, I feel like it. the chance of majority of our listeners going to Afghanistan is probably quite low. I'd like to go. Yeah, no, but it's. But do you know what they do go to? Trivia nights. <laughs> true. True. A hundred percent. The Daily Talk Show listeners go to trivia nights, and I respect <laughs> that. Uh, um, hi at the dailytalkshow.com is the email address uh, anything else news TJ before we end this Tuesday see you next Tuesday see you well done very good no we'll um, I'm, I'm thinking eventually we'll have a nice outro I was thinking we could like rather than just going off this awkward ending we'll have this real punchy thing where it's yeah. like hey it's Tommy and Josh here did you like the show Well, make sure that you sign up to our newsletter for the chance to get stickers even though we don't have a newsletter Dude, yet if but it, that's, this it, is the future speaking. if it's not brought to you by 7-Eleven I don't want to do it <laughs> I'm still waiting <laughs> on my, given my it, checks surely I feel like we should just send them every single mention <laughs> we need to we need to run all our episodes through something and do a montage <laughs> that's anyway. so good it's a daily talk show everyone I'm off to uh, explore Rome it's uh, what is it it's uh, 8.25am in the morning here in Rome and it's 4.25 in Melbourne you've just had a monsoon and enjoy and go inside and relax eat, eat your body weight and pizza already already have done it it's that's a one one reason why having a high body weight is handy when you're eating food in the amount of your body weight because you get a little bit more little little life hack all right guys we'll catch you tomorrow bye